0: And now for part two of The Case of the Masked Spectre. After a shocking bank robbery in the town of Gold Point, Nevada, an even more shocking revelation is uncovered. The deadly Mr. Casket, Walter and Bunny's arch nemesis survived their last encounter and resumed his slaver enterprise, starting by kidnapping the women of Goldpoint. In a desperate bid to stop Casket's reign of terror once again, Walter and Bunny head to his last known location.
1: As we rode for a few miles out of the town, Bunny mostly remained silent. She gazed aimlessly downward, obviously thinking about what could have been with Casket in our previous run-ins. It was almost too much to believe for me, either. But the proof is in the pudding. A bad genius like Casket is smart enough to move his operations outside of the central Mojave as the war ramped up. As he and his gang incubates here, he'll move in to scavenge the spoils of war in New Vegas. Obviously, where he'll restart his twisted enterprise. As we rode adjacent to a cliff entrance on a steep cliffside, Bunny broke her silence. Ah! Bunny, what's...
2: Oh, Walter. That has to be at least ten people. Oh, my.
1: Yes. Those must have been the latest group of prospectors. Bodies lazily thrown on the ground and heads placed on pikes outside the cave entrance. Don't look, Bunny.
2: Do, do you think this is where they are? Uh, r- regular raiders do this all the time, and, and...
1: Yes, this is the place. These bodies can be no more than a day old. Someone dangerous set up shop here, and they want the whole region to know.
2: Well, I don't see anywhere else to enter. I, I was about to suggest planting dynamite so the place can cave in on itself. Then I remembered those people...
1: The smartest plan, if that weren't the case. Unfortunately, we may have to take a head-on approach if the captives are too high a number. For now, we should just get in there to survey where exactly they're being kept. You going to be okay, Bunny?
2: I was just the same as the women being kept in there, and I know exactly the kind of pain they're feeling. It only makes me want to get in there more. So, okay or not, Not doing anything would be the biggest disservice of my life. Come on, let's go.
1: We had a pretty long and silent five-minute way to the dark cavern using our lighters as flashlights. I couldn't exactly tell you if the silence was due to prevent giving ourselves away or because we truly had nothing to say. But the look on Bunny's face didn't exactly radiate. I'm in the mood for conversation. We kept to ourselves until we noticed the cave walls began to widen. Before you knew it, we were met with the light of a thousand torches and signs of life. It was a gigantic, hollowed-out room in the middle of the cave. This was undoubtedly the HQ of Casket.
2: Walter, look. Are those all caskets, men?
1: Yes, and they all seem to number in the dozens. Who's that upon the catwalk thing?
2: Oh my gosh. It's.
1: It's him. No doubt about it. I thank you for
0: your admiration, dear men. If we would get right to business, I am proud to report that after a strenuous vetting and recruiting process, including a string of small raids to follow, we can officially declare ourselves a professional outfit.
1: Look at him. Black suit, black hat, black boots, and a white mask. There's no doubt about it.
2: Listen to that jaded voice of his. Oof, I still hear that psycho we used to know when he opens his mouth, but but now he sounds like he should have sounded all along. A monster. He's wearing all that garb for a reason. That lava didn't do him any favors physically. I'd say half his body looks like burnt marshmallow under all those clothes.
1: Bunny, you see that? The ladder? Yeah, I've got an idea. That ladder heads up to the catwalk if we keep climbing. That should take us closer to Casket. We'll discuss the rest when we get up there.
2: Anything to get us away from these goons. Let's go.
0: But let's not kid ourselves, gentlemen. I've worked with many mercenaries in the past, and have achieved great things. But reliability never seems to be a factor. When you have a workforce willing to achieve only so much, they're no farther than dimwits. That's what I've learned in my long years in the business. But when you have a workforce willing to move mountains for their goals, That's when you know you're in it for the long haul. Look at you men. Not a single casualty to date, and a bulletproof morale. Heed my words. I know all of you by name. Your dreams, your aspirations, your goals. And you know mine. Together with our biggest stock of slaves yet, and our expanding presence in the Mojave, we shall see that both of ours come true. Take a cheer for yourselves, men! You've earned it!
2: Look, he just walked back from where he came from.
1: He surely inspired his man more than the last time, that's for sure.
2: Look down below us. I think that's a slave girl being hustled through the doorway there.
1: That's exactly what I was looking for. Bunny, find a way to sneak down there and put those lockpicking skills to work. If we can get those slaves out of here, that's at least
2: one problem solved. I like the plan, but how am I going to do it without being caught? There's just like 50 men here.
1: I have a stealth boy you can use. But the plan won't be as simple as just letting them out.
2: What are you going to do?
1: I'm going to confront Casket and cause a ruckus. With the love we just heard radiating from his men just now, they'll all come running full force. That's when you unlock the doors and send the girls back to Gold Point.
2: Huh. I like it. Hand me the Stealth Boy, and I'll head down. Just... be careful, Walter. I know it's safer for you than me to confront Casket, but... we both know what he's capable of.
1: I know. I'll do my best to kill time for you to get those cages unlocked. Can... can you tell me what the suitcase is for, at least, before you go?
2: Don't you worry about it. If it comes down to it, it'll be in our benefit. But what... Be safe, detective.
1: Hmm. There was no way in a wasteland that girl had normal intentions, acting so calculated for such an emotional case. There was no stopping her, though. Anyway, I moved higher and higher through a series of small ladders to reach the layer of casket, as men had dispersed throughout the cave, which made maneuvering much easier. By the end of the everlasting climb and past the cabwalk, walk, my journey led to only a single room, a room much like you see in a backstage theater. The place was draped in red curtains, with three long tables covering each wall. Each of them was topped with various essentials, the one in the center, surprisingly, had makeup and applicators on them. All in front of a huge mirror. A mirror that casket was looking into as he smeared some kind of cream on his face. I approached from behind and closed the door. Hello there. General
0: Camry, can it be? I suppose the volume of work you do for the Republic amply earned you that title.
1: I don't know. Can you make
0: me out with your one eye? Someone's voice is all I need these days. Yours is one I'll never forget. However, I thought I'd never hear it again. It's quite a busy time in the Vegas region, my old friend. What in the world brings you all the way out here?
1: As a law enforcement entity reserved for New Vegas only, it is a little unorthodox that I'm here. However, the news I heard about the raid had your signature written all over it. I had to act on it, and here you are. <laughs> I never
0: told you how good you are at your job, detective, so my hat's off to you. Yes, since all of my intentions have been brought to light by you since the beginning, I'll be ever so transparent. Since we last met, I have since moved my base of operations much further into the outskirts. I cut off all ties, all connections, reinventing my business from the ground up. I find it amazing that you've tracked me down so quickly after only our first big round-up. Hoping to put a stop to this before it grows, eh?
1: However this goes down, Casket, I'd at least prefer to know the truth. How exactly did you survive at the Steel Factory all those moons ago?
0: Few things shock me in this world, Walter. And the fact that you and that girl somehow managed to miss me after all that calamity truly confused me. But I see how you might have. Humor me. When Bunny had my late companion, Fitzgerald, knock me over the edge, I only partially fell into the slag bucket, before bouncing off and falling a few stories deeper into the building. It was dark down there, and I hit the concrete alone in the shadows. I was then incapacitated for an unknown amount of time. By the moment I'd awaken, you and the NCR had surely forgotten about me. When I managed to bring myself to my feet once more, I was greeted to a new environment in the Mojave. Legion had crossed the river in troves. The Republic doubled its presence. It was no place for me. After coming to the conclusion it wasn't a profitable time for me there, I recovered slowly and made the same move I always do when starting a business. You're witnessing the early stages now.
1: As I expected, and can I come to the conclusion that you're building momentum here so you can move back in?
0: Of course. This will only be temporary until the Mojave has its victor. I never realized how fun it was out here in the Wild West, so we'll be enjoying our lawlessness while we can. Don't you just adore having no boundaries? It's how the world should be.
1: Got your money on old Caesar?
0: Oh, heavens no. He's the biggest slaver in the entire world, as far as we know. I'd have to relocate if he won. Why, that's like having big business move in on your family-owned shop all of a sudden. It's terrible. The Republic winning, of course, brings order and enough order in society brings about the animal in human beings. A revisited urge, vice if you will. Just as when society becomes too chaotic and free, the desire for order increases. With Kaiser comes legal slavery, thus putting me out of business. With the NCR in control, on the other hand, The customers will show themselves to me from the shadows.
1: Hmm. If only you were selling soda pop instead. How do I look, Walter? Am I the old fox you used to know? Sheesh. Hardly. I'm afraid to say. You can carry on the conversation without giving me a face full of skull, Mr. Casket. Believe me, Khmery. I would prefer
0: not to see eye socket and expose teeth when looking in the mirror, either. But this is what you made me. I'll give you this one chance, Detective. I left you alone with nary a threat since we last talked, and I expected you to do the same. It was one thing to follow your duties within the Vegas area. But need I remind you that you have no jurisdiction out here in the desert? Mr. House's leash can only stretch
1: so far. House can kiss my grits wherever I am, I'll have you know. What I do in or out of the city still ends up with me putting my life on the line, and having a boss ain't going to change that. Thing is, Casket, you left a scar on the face of New Vegas that only the Legion can top, and we can't forget that. You stole my partner and expected me to just move on with my life. Then framing that innocent trooper for a massacre you committed? All those young men you killed on the monorail. Time doesn't heal wounds in the way you describe them, sir. And now, I'm going to do something you should have had done to you years ago. What?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Did I forget to mention that crystal clear barrier separating the two of us? I had it built for moments just like this. Hard to see, yes. Start playing games, Casket. Ah, indeed. I'll just head to the control panel behind me and press this big red button. You had your chance, Walter Cabaret!
2: Walter. Bunny. <sighs> Walter, I did it. They're they're heading out of the cave. W- w- Wait, is that...
1: Yes, it's him. Hello there, bunny.
2: That son of a...
1: Don't waste your ammo, bunny. He's protected by bulletproof glass. What do we do? I think I hear them coming. Come on, we overstayed our welcome. Let's get out of here.
0: Tune in next time for part three of... The Case of the Masked Specter. Hi, welcome to Three Count Thoughts. Let me introduce the crew real quick hi i'm maverick stone i'm Romer. and i'm Jaxus. join us as we talk all things wrestling each week we'll take a topic from the wrestling world knock it around a bit and then go over the weekend wrestling from a strictly fan perspective we can be found on all major podcast catchers we can also be found at three count thoughts on both youtube and twitter or you can send us an email using threecountthoughts at gmail.com okay are you ready ring the bell